Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is crazy. Take one. Take one. Take one and we're off to the races. Definitely not take three. Uh, definitely not the third time we're trying to do this. So, yeah, we keep it raw here on the Player Player Podcast. You know, we never, raw, we, huh? we hop right on the call. We never have any technical difficulties just because that's how perfect Mm-mm. we are at this point. You know? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's like clockwork with us. It's like clockwork mansion Literally. for all you video game lovers out there. Clockwork Mansion. I don't think I'm familiar with that. Oh my god! I'm not a video bro. game. Lover. I forgot. I don't even know if you got to that low. It's in Dishonored, bro. Dishonored two. Oh yeah, I, I remember. I, I did have you do be- that level? I've beaten uh, Dishonored two now. Okay, I think I mentioned right. that. But yes, I did beat that level. Uh, I beat that one before I stopped playing Dishonored two. Okay. Before I took my okay. hiatus. So it's one like, of the best levels back. of all time. It, it's solid. I will say that. It's crazy, bro. I got bro. nothing bad yeah. to say about Clockwork Mansion. Bro, that, the way that junk is shape-shifting and moving, man. They put the, they put their foots in it. Or feet. Mm. Damn, not foots. That's a tasty-ass one. Foots, feet. Feet? You put them both in there. This is the Player Player Feet Podcast. Oh, hey. I mean, that might get our viewers up, our listeners up. What is the... Uh, I'm, I'm, we're not going to get into it. I was about to say, what is the deal with feet, <laughs> you know, but... There's science no, behind it. No, I'm not here to talk science. I'm here to talk. Feet. Last week was already bad enough. I'm out here talking about pooping on the sidewalk. Um, so you know we got to keep this one a little PG this time. True, keep this true. One a little PG. Um, how's it going, my guy? It's pretty good. You know, we still down here in the dirty south in the dirty Athens. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the dirty east compared to Atlanta. Um, have you have you gotten a chance to go to Raising Cane's yet? Not yet. I was honestly, bro, wow. I was contemplating either this afternoon or yesterday afternoon. I was sitting there. I saw an ad. Actually, it wasn't even an ad. It was a meme about Raising Cane's. And I was like, yep, mm. it's time to go. But I chose not to. And then once it gets to be around like, I don't know, three, four that's you can't go, bro. Not in this. Not in this raising canes because we're on a cal- oh, we're, in a, no. we're in a college town. Remember that, bro. So yeah. So they all getting out of their classes. They, they getting just out got of classes. Doing algebra. The doing fucking drive-through line is just out of mm. this world, bro. I'm talking like mm. it's backed up to like different red lights. We got people all no over way. down like different side streets. Come like trying to pull <laughs> out, turn into the line. People like Offer not letting some people damn in. knockoff Zaxby's. That's Offer crazy. knockoff Zaxby's, yeah. Which I mean, That's their sauce crazy. is better. The bread is better. We'll admit I that there. But. I need to go back and hit because you know once I we had this discussion before on the podcast, the sauce, as far as my taste buds at the time could discern, was the same. It was the same. Okay, okay, it's the same. You know, so I'm got. I'll find some Zaxby sauce. I'll find some raisin cane sauce. I'll have a side by side blind taste test. We'll get you set up for sure. What's your mm. address? Go ahead and put that on the podcast. Mm. Mm. I'll send I don't you know some. I don't know about that one. Trust me, bro. One. Trust me. <laughs> Let me hear, man. Let me hear. We in the pre-show. We got a little, got a good show today. Let me hear what you've been uh, up to. What's the week been looking like for you? Um, the week this far, uh, thus far, you know, I'm I'm been a little a little bit more busy at work. You know, which is mm, very surprising. Uh, our boy a beer shout out a beer one time i think he okay, may okay. have figured out uh my my you know what makes me work you know basically so mm. far in this past week it seems like everything has been urgent uh mm. and then now that i'm looking back i'm like this shit was not urgent at all so <laughs> i'm like was was i being played by our dear friend um who knows but regardless the work is the work got done 
So that's that's, that's a positive. So shout Finesse out to you and earning that paycheck. He's finessing me into earning my paycheck. And honestly, I'm better off for it. You know, there's no bad blood. I'm sitting here. You know, I'm proud to work. I'm proud to get um, to get shit done. Um, mm-hmm. OK, OK. So, you know, that's a that's one little thing there. I'm getting some uh, recruiters out here in my DMs on LinkedIn. You know, they're trying to hit me up, but I'm telling them not yet, baby. We got to slow down. You know, we got to we got to wait until early next year before I make that jump to another company. Uh, so that's another, you know, little life update for the folks out there. Um, okay. The, uh, Putting your whole employment status on. You better hope a beer doesn't hear this because, you know, he oh, will snitch shit. on you. Well, honestly, snitch on me, bro. Give me some more money. How about that? I'll stay at, I'll stay at one trust for 10 years, bro. Give me some more money. Oh, wow. Pat oh, my wow. We're putting, we having negotiations on the podcast. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, let's go ahead and negotiate real quick. You pad my pockets. I'll sit my ass right down. I'll close my link. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Nobody will hear from me again. Now nah, I'm playing. Um, other than that, the house situation, we went oh, looking yeah. for more houses. Uh, first of all, I guess like, what is this? Did, I don't know if we had updates at the time for the previous week's houses. The updates just been that you're struggling. So the updates were struggling. Outside of that. Um, just the fact that how, some houses are just ugly. Like, you know, that, okay. that's kind of a, 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 you know, sour note in my mind. When you go, you go, you look online, you see, damn, this house looks like it might be straight. And then you get in public or you get, you go like show up and you're like, I don't know mm, about this. Pictures or y'all had that doing. right angle. Huh? The pictures had the right pictures angle. Had that one angle. You go into somebody's house and it's like, damn, bro, why is there condensation on your windows? We're going to have to, re- we would have to <laughs> replace all of your windows. Uh, the price point's too high. We got X, Y, Z problems going on. Ooh, and, not algebra. Yeah, we got some a- algebraic uh, formulas in order to determine whether or not the value of the house is worth it. And then you have to factor in distance to people's jobs. Not, not my job, because I'm not going to the office. you don't go in. <laughs> I never go to the office, but to Angelique's job. She says she's all right with a commute, but like it's like, how much of a commute is she okay with? Yeah. You know, it's all sorts yeah. of shit. So the struggle is still going um we might not even go look at houses this weekend you know it seems like wow we may we may be a little busy we're we're a little busy or we are beat down but i'm not you know defeated i just think we're a little busy we got a a real estate agent talking about uh hey who wants to come over for a kentucky derby party i'm like damn bro we trying to look for houses (laughs) how about you do your job how about we meet at these people's houses where we need to meet that's what i'm saying we can watch the kentucky derby but i mean she's trying to do that in the morning though um and then, you know, Mother's Day this Sunday. So we are, we might be a little busy this weekend. Okay, so maybe okay. uh, we won't hear any news from me uh, for a couple of weeks. But it is kind of a bit of a crunch time since our, our lease is going to be ending in July. So we're trying to. Wow. We're, we're really, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're there. We're, we're trying to really get things done in crunch mode. So hopefully things will uh, follow through. If you are a loved one, know of any houses opening up in Georgia. If you're trying to sell a house in Georgia, talk to me, bro. Just let me know because okay. I I need to get in there. I need to find a good house uh, to get moved over to so that I can set up the podcast room. And we put them on, folks. Yeah, put me on. I'm trying to bring our pr- production quality, production level up to, to level 10. And we can only get that if we uh, get a house. That's the only way possible. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, man. Just chilling, living like oh, saw Sonic two, finally. Oh, oh yeah, ten yeah, out of ten so. or 
I thought it was re- I thought it was really good. I thought it was solid. It had lots of funny moments to it. Uh, the motherfucker from Criminal Minds, Shamar Moore, was in it. I had no idea. Yes, sir. He was yes, gonna sir. be in it. So when I saw him pop up on the screen, I was like, "Ain't no way, y'all got him in here." I thought it was gonna <laughs> be like a a quick like two seconds, like, "Oh, that's so and so's fiance." For a minute, he was in there for a minute. He had a whole plot line. I was like, "All right, yeah, this movie is kind of something special to it." So shout out Sonic Two. Who went uh, to see it with you? I <laughs> watched it with Angelique. That's um, crazy. You know, how she, how she feel coming out of it? Uh, she thought it was um, she thought it was straight. Um, but definitely, obviously, not her choice of movie film. Yeah, uh, how'd you finesse that? I, I just said, look, I want to go to the movies. We got, I want to see Sonic. I want to see Sonic, like a like a literal child, I guess. And then we got to the mm. movie theaters. Um, we first, you know, wine and diner. We went to dinner. Um, got a couple drinks. Then we showed up to the movie theater. Nobody was in the theaters. We were like, all right, bet. <laughs> That's a dub. Then all of a sudden, two families come in with kids, and so we're just sitting in there with like you know two like family with kids, and I'm like, dang, bro, yeah. we look like a couple of weirdos sitting up in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> with all these children. I mean, at least you weren't a, a group of young boys like we were. I guess I would have preferred young, that. old boys. Love kids. I mean, I'm saying you, you want to roll in there with a group of old men. Watching Sonic 2, and by old man, I mean late 20s, mid 20s. Kind of, bro. Yeah. I feel like, you know, people, you okay. know, you think, uh, you think of the boys, you're like, okay, the boys are just boysing. But if you see, okay. like, a, you know, somebody a that looks couple. like a couple, you're like, dang, this is what y'all doing with y'all free time? Wow. Like, okay. y'all are a couple okay. of rubes. That's what I'm thinking. People are thinking about us. But uh, okay. we're going to try to rectify that and go see everything, everywhere, all at once this week masterpiece masterpiece it's a masterpiece everybody's saying that so i want to get that scene uh in the next couple of days and then probably dr strange next week after some of the you know crowds die down yes sir yes sir yeah that's that is my life i feel like i've uh really spilled the beans to the folks at home i've let everybody know everything about my life it's Um, like uh kevin from the office i'm kevin oh i I spilled the chili why do we say yeah. beans, bro? Like, who who the fuck is know, spilling bro. beans? First I of all, I'm not eating beans. I'm eating chili. So I, I spilled the chili. I love chili, bro. Chili anyways, anyways. What about you, bro? Tell me about your week. Goddamn nothing. I was on call this week. So, you know, I was basically, I don't even know why they, I don't know why on call is legal, bro. They got me. It's basically house <laughs> Slave arrest. labor. Oh, I yes. Mean, that too. I mean, that not too. slave labor because I technically paid, but house arrest. I'm stuck in the house. You know, getting paid. It was such a busy ass week this week. Damn. Um. So you know, I earned that paycheck this week. We were, we were, we were grinding. Even today, it's Tuesday. We spilled over into the next week. We're grinding. So, jeez. Um, it is what it is. Um, played a little Elden Ring this weekend. So you know, had that little light in the tunnel. Saw 1917. All right, before we jump into the show, I'm gonna keep this short because <laughs> we're already 11 minutes in. 1917. That was a fantastic movie. It won a bunch of awards like a couple years yeah. ago. So, I, you know, I, I asked my mom to get it for me as like a Christmas present because I didn't know what to ask for. Got the 4K <laughs> Blu-ray, HDTV or whatever, HD, HDR. I don't even fucking know. Watched it. This is the first like person show, like the human uh, 4K TV or 4K uh, movie I watched on the new TV. Um, it was very crisp, man. It Amanda was literally like, "Yeah, it looks like we're there. It looks like we're in the room with these folks, which is how crisp it looked." We looked at it on my Xbox Series X, but for some reason, the app was messing up. 
originally. So like the screen was going black, but the audio was still playing or something. We were like, what the heck? The app, so now like I, the Blu-ray player app? Like, yeah, yeah, because Xbox mm. has the Blu-ray player app. So then I was like, what the heck? So then I switched over to the PlayStation 5, and I was like, you know what? They both got Blu-ray players. I'm just going to watch them PS5. And it was just like, then it went back to looking like a regular movie. It was like, we were no longer there. We were just, you know, observing. And I was like, why does it look like, I mean, it didn't look bad, but I was like, where's the crispness? Where's you the 4K HDR? heaven. Yeah. So then I went back to the Xbox, fixed that issue. And then we were back in the movie and it was just fantastic. Great movie. Really cool. Like I'm not, you know, the big, I'm not going to say I'm a big war fan or like war movie fan or anything like that but whenever they're like depicting the stuff in like a more realistic manner i always think that shit's super cool instead of like you know the call some of the call of duty depictions where it's Mm -hmm. like yeah these guys are just two joe schmoes they really not about that fighting life um like they're just walking in these precarious precarious ass situations and it was just really really interesting and I enjoyed it a lot, so I highly nice. recommend go out and watch 1917 if you got a 4K TV, LG, uh, OLED, 4K like we do, OLED 4K. Go ahead and watch that show on your Xbox, and apparently the PlayStation Five is even better quality than the Xbox. So uh, it doesn't matter what console or whatever you use to watch it; just you know, make sure your shit's configured right. Um, but other than that, let's just get into the show, man. Let's get into the show. We got some. There's a lot of gaming news. But we're going to talk about the uh, the announced Xbox showcase because I think yes. we're going to be interesting back and forth there. So you know how we do it. We're going to sync up on three. Uh, and I always say on three, but it's never on three. Uh, on but clap. let's get into it. Exactly. On clap. Three, two, one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 200 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? It's to talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual well cooter, cooler. How did I say water cooter? Hell. Water. No. Whoa. <laughs> to discuss, whoa. <laughs> to discuss <laughs> video games. No, no, we'll keep it in. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it live. And discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, aka the Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the Summer Spectacle, Arsen Lakpa. Hey guys, tune in on uh, June 12th to see me. That's it. <laughs> That's the That's end of the crazy. announcement. You're gonna see me, and I'm gonna be bigger, better, and uh, and wetter. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not wetter, though. Just a quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com. Go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link. You guys can donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, that is completely okay. Just help by sharing the show to your friends, family, coworkers. It doesn't matter. And leaving a positive review on your platform of choice, but preferably iTunes. Also, if you want to join the conversation, playerplayerpod.com slash discord will give you an invite to our discord server where we talk about video games and anime and just all all good stuff all good stuff let's just jump into it man so for the people at home that don't know uh we finally we're 
we we're dry, man. It the the streets are dry for gaming news, man. Like people are rumoring. Like ever since I feel like uh gaming insiders, gaming journalists cursed our asses a month ago, two months ago, or whatever, however long it was, when we were like, dang, Sony, they just got so much news this week, bro. You know, <laughs> they have so many big things, like we don't we don't even know, bro. That was that one week. That was the same week like uh, the PlayStation Plus was originally officially announced. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that went. It was a big fart in the wind. Um, <laughs> it was something. And then there was rumors. Oh, there's an acquisition. PlayStation's going to buy somebody, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then basically nothing happened. Pure silence. And ever since then, I feel like we have gotten almost no gaming news. But the past week has been quite the opposite. We got the announcement of the Xbox Showcase, and we also got the announcement that uh, Square Enix was selling off its Western companies. Um, and we can talk. We can maybe talk about the Square Enix thing um, in a later episode if we're if we are inclined to do some. So, but I, I wanted to talk about the Xbox Showcase here because this is the stuff that we look forward to. We want to know what new games are coming out. We want to know what games we know about look like. And we, we kind of just want some answers. We want some questions answered. And I also want some more questions. You know what I mean? I want new teases, oh, okay. but I also want, you know, answers to a lot of stuff that we've already been teased for. Gotcha. So, you know, I want to kind of talk about what we want coming into the summer. Cause basically it's a, it's kind of a clean slate. We don't really know what we, um, what we're getting here. We don't know really what can be shown. Microsoft has teased a lot of stuff. Um, so it could, it could honestly be anything. Um, so let's just jump into it. What are some things that you want to see out of this upcoming E3 showcase? And when I ask you that, right, look, we can take it one by one, but I want to go over like what you want to see. And then for example, if you want to see perfect dark, what is your, dream like showing of that this this uh summer or if you have a dream collaboration like hey this is finally coming to the xbox or something like that what are what are you looking forward to give me one or two okay uh right off the bat i guess you know know, we were just talking about dishonored 2 a few minutes ago i want to see uh you know what we're what what are we really dealing with with redfall um you know since that's supposed to be dropping what later on this year or something like that so, i think here we go go like, ahead yeah here's, like here we are in terms of like staging right because we're running out of known quantities to release because we have two on the docket as, as far as xbox first party goes we have redfall which they said was next summer oh okay next spring or, gotcha. or something like that and summer is fast approaching and we have heard literally zero we have seen zero, heard zero since that last press conference. So I think it's safe to say that at the earliest we're in we're in fall territory. Right. At the earliest. But continue. Gotcha. Um so what I wanna see is really promising gameplay. Um honestly, I just wanna see dishonored, but co op. You know? So, but I, obviously I know it's not gonna be like that, you know, since it has like the you know, some sort of like I don't know, a looter shooter aspect to it, but it, I I want to mm-hmm. see that heavy 
Dishonored DNA in the same way that Deathloop had that heavy uh, Dishonored DNA in it. Yeah, so, I mean, let's kind of dive into it, because I, I think Redfall is one of the things that we can guarantee to see here. Um, and I don't want to necessarily speculate on what it will look like, but, you know, I want to talk about what I want it to look like. So based off of what we know, like you said, it's a looter shooter. It's from Arcane, And, you know, it's kind of it, in the preview, it kind of had this like pop um, modern. I don't even know how to describe it, like modern horror kind of take i don't even know if i would call it horror but i can see that yeah vampires uh you know twilight magic yeah it was kind of it was in that twilight genre twilight genre so um personally i you know have talked about this on the podcast many times i'm kind of over the multiplayer genre i'm over looter shooters i'm over fps's just Mm -hmm. because it's just hard to you know devote time to these things without either falling off or just getting completely sucked in and not doing anything else. Personally, for me, it's hard to find that balance where I'm only playing a little bit and I'm playing consistently enough to feel like I'm having a good time. Like Halo isn't a good example. Like I, I played it. We had a good time the first couple of weeks and we kind of fell off and it's hard for me to jump back in to Halo just a little bit um, without, you know, either diving completely in or just not being engaged enough to stick around. So, right. If, uh, if uh, Redfall, when Redfall gets shown this this summer, I do want it to be, you know, very contained and polished, um, and very much, kind of like a scaled back Borderlands, and scaled back meaning mm. like Borderlands, you are, you have like you know six, seven, maybe eight areas. I, I don't quite remember, but those areas are very large. And you are trekking across these vast maps, you know, doing all these little quests in the in these um, regions and just having a good time with your with your little squad. I want Redfall to be definitely more focused, meaning like, hey, there's like one story. There's maybe a couple of little through lines, you know, happening simultaneously, kind of like how Arcane did with Deathloop, where there was uh, in Deathloop, there's like this these bunkers that you can find where mm-hmm. like there's these spies that are spying on the people that are like the people of on the island of death death loop or whatever i forgot the name of the actual island but um there's kind of like this hidden story going on in the background and i feel like arcane's games do that a lot where you'll find hidden messages on the computers at prey that talk about like some story that might not be overtly told in the main storyline or in Dishonored, same thing. You'll find little uh, news, news uh, paper article clippings and stuff that tell a story behind the scenes. Uh, I kind of want that with our uh, Redfall where, Hey, we're trying to stop this vampire guy. Um, We can find really cool weapons and spells throughout the levels to do that and kind of build our arsenal as we want. But the levels are still, pretty focused mm-hmm. there's just you know several different ways to accomplish a mission just kind of like uh dishonored and death loop always you know hit home with um and also you like you guys can explore and maybe unlock different puzzles and stuff you know tied to the world like they're not explicit side quests like in borderlands but hey like we can explore this school and this school while it doesn't really you know 
pertain to the main mission, there is some story in this school that we can, you know, dig deep in and find like some cool loot and like just a nice cool backstory with. That's kind of what I hope Redfall is so that at the end of the day, you and I and maybe two other people can team up for two to three straight weekends, play the main story, uncover some cool little adventures, kind of like Elden Ring-esque where you kind of stumble upon something, do whatever's in there and leave and keep moving. And, and kind of then the experience kind of ends. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Gotcha. And you don't want it to dra- drag on for too long. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like in your eyes, are you hyped for Redfall? If so, like what, what is the promise of Redfall that's keeping you hyped? Like what aspect of the game or gameplay is like the most promising to you? Um, I think kind of that power system, because I think that I've always liked the arcane power systems, you know, from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, obviously Deathloop kind of, like I mentioned earlier, carries a lot of Dishonored DNA with it. Um, you know, just being able to like jump around the map, you know, set up these like crazy like combos, you're able to like really like set up kills, you know, I think that's uh, kind of what is really interesting and then now applying that in a multiplayer like like aspect you know imagine like you know i activate what is that like one of those domino abilities um that like chain two people's like statuses together then i say all right bro go over there shadow sneak over or blink over and then take him out and then this guy does this this guy and i don't know man it's something about that seems Dude. like it could get interesting i get quick. i get the vision like because yeah 100 percent because we we know uh, between like the arcane games they i think a reason why a lot of the games have like a, a pretty consistent level of quality is because they do transpose a lot of those powers onto different games and like switch it up a little bit but mm-hmm. it's kind of like hey like we know that we have this blink ability we can put it in different games and we can build levels around this and we don't have to worry about rebalancing everything to this power um, so I can totally see exactly what you're saying where we know the suite of powers from say death loop, uh, and basically each class will get maybe one of those types of powers in addition to a couple others to the point where you are in like a firefight and one person has to be like, Hey, you need to get on that roof. And the only way to mm-hmm. get up on that roof is to use like some sort of blink ability. So while you're up on the roof, you know, somebody else might have some sort of like telekinetic power where you can like lift up people yes. or like, be like, could you imagine if you could like throw somebody in the air and have somebody like snipe that person? While oh the like, my God. See, this yes. is, this is what I, this is the conversation I'm looking for where it's like, and this is, you know, unfortunately, this type of conversation, I feel like, can only lead to disappointment. Because sure. whatever we For dream sure. up is definitely not whatever the fuck they're going to show. But, like, I, I think that would be 100% cool. Like, I think Borderlands, you know, when we talk about looter shooters, I think of Borderlands as the still probably one of the premier looter shooters in terms of, like, single-player experience or, I guess, straight focused narrative experience not like an ongoing service where hey like it's driven by the guns like as you progress and try and beat the game it's all about building up the guns uh and then leveling up your abilities which in turn kind of enhance your guns or your abilities in turn so for Deathloop, i would love if it was like all about the ability synergy um and you know having cool abilities that play off of each other nicely so yeah, man, I'm, I'm kind of pumped for that. 
Hopefully it is what we say it is. So I don't know. Yes. But it's always good to it's always good to dream a little bit. Sure, I, I do agree we probably will be let down, but I think that's it's whatever. Um so I guess, uh, I, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I mean I, I wanted to throw another game in here. Yeah, you go that, ahead. Um I'm kinda looking forward to. Like so we got a lot of games on the docket that are I think kind of like the promise of next gen for Xbox. And those games are games that we've uh like only seen a, a tiny sliver of. We're talking about Perfect Dark, Fable, Outer Worlds Two, um, Avowed, Avowed, stuff like that. I I'm in, I, I'm interested to see what Avowed is because we saw the trailer and it was one of those things where they were like, "What is it? What is it?" You see this arrow soaring through the sky. And you're just like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it goes into this deep cavern, and now this dude is. You know, it it very much reminded me of Skyrim-esque gameplay where the person pulls out a sword in one hand, has some spells on the other hand, and starts, you know, is ready for battle. Um, I, I hope that out of all of the games that I listed, you know, I think personally my favorite would be Fable, but mm-hmm. I think the most interested, uh, the most interesting one right now is Avowed because what is that game? Like, is that game kind of going back to the roots of Skyrim is it like a single player RPG um that kind of builds off the idea of like hey this is all about you know exploring this 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 world that you know from the teaser is in some sort of like war torn state or some state of you know unrest because when i mean i i'm taking a lot out of this original teaser and who knows how much of this uh, sticks around but like it's basically this person shoots an arrow this soldier shoots an arrow if i remember correctly it soars over this battlefield with like two different groups fighting and then it goes into this cavern where it just looks super mysterious and mm-hmm. and dark and creepy so you know this is from uh in exile i think let me just look this up real about quick. is a uh, obsidian Obsidian, okay, okay. This is from Obsidian. Obsidian obviously brought us um, uh, uh, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. And, Grounded. Um, and didn't they do uh, New Vegas as well, I believe? Yeah, yeah. New, New Vegas, right. So as far as I'm concerned, there are people on that team that have uh, RPG chops, right? I, I know a lot of people consider New Vegas as one of the best Fallout games. Uh, a lot of people consider Outer Wilds as like one of the better double A RPG games that came out since, you know, Fallout. Um, so I, I'm really interested to see how much bigger this game is. And like, you know, I always have my complaints about Outer Wilds and how it just felt too, like, it just felt too constrained to me. Like, it was like, okay, we're on this planet. This planet feels kind of small. Like, it was just lacking a lot of character that I feel like I got from similar games like Fallout. Mm-hmm. So, I want this game to be bigger. I want this game to have some sort of heavy story impact, meaning like, you know, go the Witcher-esque route where there is something going on. And even though in most RPGs you're kind of detached from the main story, 
and it's more about kind of doing your own thing and exploring. I'm kind of interested to see if they lean more into the medieval. That's what I would, or like not not necessarily the medieval, but like the 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 fantasy aspect and kind of the the war aspect of whatever this world they're building is. So that's kind of what I hope from it. Um, I hope the like that purple little spell thing that they did in the trailer <laughs> looks super sick. Um, so I hope like whatever system they end up doing for combat is super cool. Um, I think the Outer Worlds gun system was pretty. Um, run of the mill mill. So I'm interested to see how they kind of upgrade things and put their own twist on the fantasy, uh, combat system. Nice, Do you have nice. any, uh, expectations or, uh, hopes for about, uh, I'm kind of right there with you. Um, just because of the fact that I have no idea what the hell this game is about. Like, you know, the, like obviously that trailer, you know, I'm looking here two years ago. It's been two years since we've like really seen anything from about. Yeah. I think that I don't know if you may have more uh, insight on this, but I feel like we haven't heard. It's been like kind of radio silent other than the fact that yeah. this game is coming to Xbox um, eventually. So I'm just wanting to see some type of update. Give us a gameplay trailer. Um, not necessarily expecting a release, you know, date or release window. Um, I think that could be a little bit further out, but just give us a little gameplay trailer. Show us, or n- maybe not even a gameplay trailer, but okay. Obviously, I would like a gameplay trailer, but a story got, trailer I at mean, the bare minimum, yeah. giving us I like mean, that full insight on what is going on in this world. This is where I'm sitting at, like from this Xbox showcase, right? And like, let's take the conversation out a bit because we can talk about. It. I mean, and I think you had one more game you were going to bring up, so we can get to that first. But like if they're going to show a game we already know about here at the showcase, I feel like we have to have gameplay at this point. I don't care if it's just like, you know, mm, gameplay, true. you know, uh, stitched in with CGI or it's like, you know, it's, you know, a lot of game, a lot of trailers have where it's like a CGI opening. And then at the end they'll show different screenshots of the gameplay and stuff you'll experience and then, you know, wrap it up. But yeah, we, we, we're either going to need gameplay or we're going to need a date, preferably both. And when I say date, I mean like a window. Like if it's coming 2023, just give us that so we can kind of have a vision of what Xbox after 2022 looks like. Because right now we have no clue. Like we don't have any dates for anything outside of Starfield and Redfall right. in terms of windows. So, right. Um, before we get into like the bigger picture of, of kind of this conference, did you have one more, one more game you wanted to call out? Yeah, I did want to call out, uh, Hellblade two. Um, obviously Ooh. I know, I don't think we're going to get too much from it. You know, we already got a gameplay trailer. What was that? Literally just a couple game months Awards. ago. Yeah. Game Awards. Yeah. Um, so we probably won't get too much, but a release window would be nice. That's all I want to say. That would be my, my would be nice for this conference. Um, just are you on Hellblade? Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but how are you on on Hellblade Two? Like Hellblade One to me, like for some reason, I think there's like some like I feel like people are gassing up Hellblade One, like it was one of the best games of last generation. Which to some people it might have been. Mm-hmm. I thought it was always like Hellblade One definitely hit me like a double A, like mid budget game. Like, it was good. There were a lot of great moments, and I think that was primarily due to the storytelling and the way they used the, the sound and the voices in her head uh, to, you know, progress what was going on. But I never felt like it was 
we're not dealing with like a God of War or anything. So I don't like, what's your hype level on Hellblade two? Did you come off of Hellblade one super hyped? And now you're like, yeah, let's go for Hellblade two. Or, or is the marketing kind of getting you hyped up? Like, or are you not hyped at all? Like, where are you? On the a little, it's a little bit of both since uh for one i didn't play hellblade one until after hellblade two was announced at that mm. one first like announcement trailer or whatever um so i was kind of like okay what is this like game about i heard this this woman has like mental illness or something like that like what like what are we what are, what are people you know what's the hubbub about um so when i hopped in i was immediately just like floored by how like pretty the game was looking i was like dang this is like double A companies coming out of the woodworks showing us uh, this level of polish. It felt like a polished game as well. And it, and especially, or and I guess also I was surprised by the story, the combat. I didn't realize it was going to be like a super, like, obviously it's not like a combat heavy game, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was going to be any combat at all. I had no type of understanding of what Hellblade was about. So the fact that this game like kind of completely took me off guard kind of, like boosting me into being like okay I'm, I'm hyped for the hellblade uh story and now i guess like you know knowing that we have the second game i'm really just it's mostly just curiosity because the way mm-hmm. hellblade one ended in my opinion it felt like you know it was a resolution you know if i or at least Why if i'm it? if i'm not mistaken i thought that things got resolved you might I don't know. be right but i thought there was some Maybe there like, was something. There was some like cliffhanger. I might, I might, I might be forgetting. You know, it kind of like, like a bonus scene type. Thing. Maybe it was a bonus scene. Um, but from what I do remember, I thought, okay, this is kind of wrapped up pretty nicely. Why are we getting yeah. a game two? I want to see it. And then once I saw those, uh, you know, cinematic and gameplay trailers, I'm like, bro, how you make a how you make a gorgeous game look more gorgeous, bro? What are yeah. we doing here? See, like how, that that's just crazy to me. That's where I'm at. Where I came off of Hellblade One, I played it with Amanda. I really enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, man, this is this is crazy. I can't believe this. Like, it wasn't like I finished playing uh, uh, Inscription or something where I was just absolutely moved by what I played. Right. But I still really, really enjoyed it. But at the beginning of the Hellblade Two marketing, you know, we got into the like from the very first um, trailer we got from game awards or teaser we started getting to this conversation of is it real like is what we're seeing oh yeah gameplay <laughs> or is this like what is this because it looked so crisp um and like reminded people at home like the first trailer was like senua like her face like and she was saying like some i don't know what she was saying she was but chanting. she was like she was chanting and she was like with these other people and there's fire and it just looked so it was like on the borderline of realistic looking in terms it's like very, very high quality. Um, so then kind of going into game awards most recently this December, we got the gameplay trailer where once again, we were kind of in that theme of, Hey, like Jeff Keeley was like, Hey guys, trust me, this is gameplay. What you see, you might not believe it, but what you're seeing is not a cutscene. It Jeez. is gameplay. So now we're kind of like, I'm not really, riding off the hyper intrigue from hellblade one even though i enjoyed it i'm more of like when this game comes out is this really going to be a game that is really pushing the boundary and changing how a video game plays out 
um, in terms of like graphical quality and blurring that line between cutscene and actual gameplay, because I think God of War did that right when the new remaster God of War came out. That big thing was like, hey, this is all one shot, right? The camera's mm-hmm. always like there are no cuts, there are no like transitions. Like we are always locked on to Kratos, following him somewhere, right? Um, and that really, I think, changed how the narrative hit from like a just like a storytelling perspective and just from a quality perspective. So I think Hellblade potentially could take that to the next level, and I'm very interested to see how they do that. Um, especially given like the set pieces that they've like set the stage with at the game awards with that giant thing. Like we had some Ooh. pretty crazy set pieces in Hellblade one, but just that single cutscene they showed, um, was pretty intense where it's like, who are all these villagers or Vikings or whatever that are, are with Senua? Like, what is this thing that they're fighting? Like, is like, is this all in her head? Like what's going on? Like, I think the questions they set up in Hellblade 2 um, so far and like the, the marketing material is um, it's pretty interesting. And I think out of all the games that are like, like I mentioned, the promise of Xbox, this is one of the ones that I think could like we could see this next fall or not next fall, next spring. Mm-hmm. Like we could see this February, March. I don't know. Because like we've seen gameplay. Um, this has been talked about for a long time like we got the first reveal quite a while ago maybe like four years ago so i'm like it's kind of time for this to come out and i wouldn't be surprised if it came out early early next year but um i don't know dang i was about to say it was only two years ago but that was at game awards 2019 so it's yeah that was when the xbox series x i think first got shown yeah yeah so it's been three ish years since we first mm-hmm. seen okay. uh, Sinua, so. Okay, okay, so maybe, you know, it might not be quite yet ready, but I do think next year for sure we're getting it. I think, I think, I think, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I, I'm definitely leaning towards seeing it in the, like, the spring, um, so probably earlier, early to mid part of the next year. But I'm so, excited, though. Like kind of taking it back because like I'm sure we'll do a, a predictions episode X, Y, and Z as we get closer. But kind of taking it back, like I think people have been saying like the show is 90 minutes because they have like a calendar. Like you can add this to your calendar and the calendar says it's going to be a 90 minute show. Hmm. There okay. is more than 90 minutes of things that Microsoft could show, assuming they are ready. Right. Things we know about that we just have not seen yet. I think completely outweighs the 90 minutes. Starfield alone could probably take up 30 minutes of the show. You probably won't, but it could because they've, you know, Bethesda has done that in the past. So I'm going to ask you, first of all, like for this to be a success, what questions do they need to answer? And then second part, what would be your ideal lineup? for this 90 minutes so i guess we'll start with you know question one what questions do they need to answer like what does xbox need to say hey look we know you're a customer we know you're a fan we know you've seen the last couple years of teasers and stuff we've done what do they need to show you this summer to basically say hey they killed it they knocked it out of the park Mm, okay i guess uh 
I'll do the, the I'll talk I guess lineup here. So obviously I want to see my uh you know Starfield gameplay. Give me no more than twenty minutes on that because I think that no you know like twenty minutes. Okay. Like you said, there's a lot more that we can see. Um, I'm, I just saw a little article um today where it says there's a rumor. Obviously it's just a rumor, so this could just be cap that almost every Xbox studio has something to show at I the at the that. showcase. So that would be doesn't crazy. mean they're gonna get to show it. Doesn't mean they're going to get to show it, but if they have, look, you know, um, I would want to see literally just the full game and give me at least like, you know, two to three minute trailers talking about, uh, you know, whether it's a cinematic or a gameplay trailer. Plus, I want to see a, a myriad, you know, I had to bust out the, the SAT where a myriad mm. of release windows. Give me those release windows mm. um, just so I can start to kind of, you know, mentally prepare myself for right, what you know obviously we're, we're busy people you know we we got uh schedules we got lives outside of gaming i want to be able to see all right in the fall or in december i'm going to be looking at starfield plus hellblade plus perfect dark let me see how i want to slot things out uh mentally so give me some release window so i can kind of make some of those mental calculations um and then i want to see a um you know bringing it over to the game pass side i want to see you know a good number of indies, you know, being announced for Game Pass. Um, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be like shit that's already released. Um, you know, I would like, I would maybe see, okay, I guess, what am I trying to say? New, newly announced games for Game Pass. Um, that would be a nice little add on. Plus, give me, this is just like my personal touch right here, give me a full overhaul of the goddamn PC Game Pass app. Just give me that, bro. I I, I want to okay. see this shit. I want this shit to be the most modern version of an app uh, of a computer application you can have. I'm tired of the bullshit. It's pushing me to the point. I I, I was talking messaging the other day, bro. I'm, I'm ready to pull the trigger on an Xbox Series X, um, mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. But you know, this uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> PC Game Pass is uh not helping uh the situation here. Obviously, I love my PC, but game pass the the app is just making it it makes it a struggle sometimes where shit just you you download a game and then i I boot it up i boot up okay i download a game turn off my computer move on to the next day i come back all of a sudden it's talking about yeah you don't have any games downloaded i'm like what are we Mm. talking about here like what is the situation i gotta like resolve i have have to have it like check my drive or whatever it's a whole mess so please fix pc game pass that is my final ask obviously it's not gonna happen but it would be nice to have okay okay yeah that's my lineup Uh, bro what uh what are you feeling so for me my big thing is hey we don't know we need a picture of like multiple years in the future and Mm. i know they don't like giving dates but i think once you get to a point where you just have so many games that or just nebulous, where it's like, hey, yeah, we're working on this, but we have no idea when it's going to come out. I think things just start getting messy, right? And then we're kind of running on promises instead of running on actual like plans and schedules. So right. I would love to say, hey, like 2023, like kind of like the MCU slate, where it's like, hey, 2022, we're 2023, we're expecting these games to come out. 2024, we're expecting these games to come out. 2025, we're expecting these games to come out. Hey, like understand that this can change. These are just expectation, expect uh, expectations. These are projections. 
they can slip because like obviously game development is hard anything can happen anything can move and shift but this is currently what is planned and i'd love to have that picture right mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of like my number one ask which you know i probably won't get but we need to start getting some time frames, just years on some of these games just so we can know hey like okay we're projected to have this next year this the following year blah 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 i'd love to see that next you know obviously i'm a i'm a big game pass boy as well right so i want to see a good balance of game pass to first party discussion right maybe mm. 40 60 40 40 game pass 60 first party discussion 40% game pass is 100% like i'm more interested in the indies um but i would like to see hey like maybe xbox got the dibs to market wonder woman first because we got the wonder woman tease at the game awards last last mm, you know, december forgot about that something one, yeah. like that where it's like hey this isn't like a yeah i mean i don't know that might be a little too big to be announcing for game pass but something like that along the lines where hey like this is something you guys knew was coming out we're excited to announce this is coming to game pass day one like i would love to see a couple of those announcements but of course mostly new indies kind of like hey this is a new project from the people that made Outer Wilds or something like that. You know, I'm more interested in kind of the indies and those being supported by Game Pass. Um, and just something to say, hey, like as we continue to release these first parties, we're still supporting Game Pass. Game Pass is still, you know, obviously the crux of the the business. Um, and then the other thing, just show us some gameplay, man. I know we're getting Starfield gameplay. I'm not worried about that. But I think it's time to cut some trailers that shows something like it doesn't need to be the most flashy. It doesn't need, it, it can be environments. It can be whatever. It can be like explanations of the story while we pan over villages and, and environments and stuff. I don't care, mm-hmm. but we need to see gameplay of some of the big, bigger titles. Like I don't care if we get a bigger tease for Indiana Jones. I don't hmm. care if we, you know, end up seeing a little bit of perfect dark, but I think we have spent a little too much time in the concept phase being like, Hey, look, these are all the concepts that we're working on over at Microsoft and not enough in the, all right, it's time to deliver on those concepts. I think I th- like what, what do we even have from like this new generation of Xbox that has been delivered besides Halo infinite? I don't think anything. If I remember correctly, I mean, we have Forza Motorsport, but that's not anything. I mean, that's kind of like run of the mill. It's the same thing. Driving. Wait, Motorsport or Horizon? Or Horizon. Sorry. Horizon. And I think Forza Motorsport is going to come out this year, too. Yeah. I don't give a damn about that. (laughs) Um, Flight simulator, I guess. But yeah. No. Yeah. So basically we need, you know, I need to be convinced that, hey, look, some of these titles that are brand new conceptions from like our studios actually look premier and interesting and fun. Redfall is one of them, of course, but I'm more interested in like the ones that they're touting as like the, the pillars, the avouts, the Indiana Jones, the elder Fables. scroll six. Hello. We ain't seeing that shit. Come <laughs> on, bro. Um, Give me something. Give me that story trailer. I mean, Todd, Todd is Starfield and Starfield only, baby. God so, damn it, Todd. I mean, and cherry on top, if you give me a Wolfenstein 3, I'll shut the fuck up. Ooh. I won't say nothing, bro. I won't say nothing. You talking really that talk. Like that. Okay. But, 
But yeah, I, I mean, to wrap this up, I'm very excited. I'm very excited that we have something on the map for June. June is only a month away at this point, and it's exciting to see that, you know, looking back at last year, which was pretty much a total shit show with uh, PlayStation not really doing anything besides that Horizon demo that wasn't in the game. Um, <laughs> Xbox, I thought, did a fantastic job for their first round of like non-E3, also partnering with Bethesda-style showcase. I thought the 90 minutes they had, they paced it perfectly. They had a, a lot of cool, exciting announcements. They did hit Game Pass perfectly. But that same trick won't work again this summer. We need dates. We need gameplay, uh, especially for the first party titles. So um, I have faith. I, I know they know how to build a good show. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's all I got to say. Or do you have any final words? Nah, final man. prayers for, for Big Phil. Ooh, final prayers? Give me... Dang, I don't really have anything. I'm not a. You know, right. I, I wanted. I wanted to pull out. You know, some obscure ass Xbox game, but you know, I didn't grow up with that shit, bro. Not a man of faith over here. Not a man. I'm not of a faith. man of yeah. faith. Unfortunately, I'll just pray it's, it does well. How about that? I, I would love to see something like wacky get announced. I would love yes. to see like a new fighter fighting game, or just something. I, I just, just something absolutely bonkers, and I can't wait. You know, in about. Uh, probably three weeks from now, we're going to start getting the, the, oh, I know something, but do I really know something leaks where people are like, man, <laughs> if you've seen what I've seen, I've seen the whole showcase and bro, you're in for something crazy. I hope there's a lot of hype. I hope somebody gets to fucking see what's going on and it starts to hype me up because, uh, who knows if PlayStation will be around this summer because they don't give a damn. They ain't showing up. <laughs> uh, so I mean, maybe we'll get the God of War demo to drop around the same time. Who knows? But maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening to Player Player. Uh, as always, please uh, go ahead and rate us on iTunes on your platform of choice. Or I said rate us on iTunes on your platform of choice. Rate us five stars on your platform of choice. Uh, but particularly iTunes. Subscribe to us wherever. We're on all podcasting platforms. Tell your friends about us. If you want to update about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. As always, follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsene Lakba on Instagram. Until, ne t until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.